Good afternoon and welcome to Revitalise 2020. I am your sister, I am your friend, I am your host, I am your next step coach. This is Lulu Lincoln, your daily devotional companion. <laughs> um, my declaration of faith. I believe that Jesus Christ is Lord. I believe that Jesus Christ is God and also the Son of God. I believe that Jesus Christ died and rose again and that he is the only way to eternal life and salvation. I believe in the power of speaking in tongues. I believe in miracles. I believe in the Holy Spirit as Lord. And I believe that if you give your life to Jesus today, it will be, hands down, the best decision that you could ever make. Pray along with me. Father, you love the world so much that you gave your only begotten son to die for our sins so that whoever believes in him will not perish but have eternal life. Your word says we are saved by grace through faith as a gift from you. There is nothing we can do to earn salvation. I believe and confess with my mouth that Jesus Christ is your son, the saviour of the world. I believe he died on the cross for me and bore all of my sins, paying the price for them. I believe in my heart that you raised Jesus from the dead and that he is alive today. I am a sinner and I'm sorry for my sins and I ask you to forgive me. By faith I receive Jesus Christ now as my Lord and Saviour. I believe that I am saved and will spend eternity with you. Thank you Father. I am so grateful in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, if you prayed that prayer along with me, you are accepted and a fully fledged member of the body of Christ. I'm filled with so much joy and excitement about what God is about to do in your life. He has already done so much for me this week, and it's only Thursday, and um I lovingly welcome you into the family of the Lord Jesus Christ himself. Join your local church, get involved with them and what they're doing in their community, the worship team, the Sunday school, um, homeless outreach. Maybe the local church has a food bank. You're welcome to join my family and I at our home-based church, Maranatha Ministries International. We're based in Clapham Common and we worship together on a Sunday morning from 10.30, a Tuesday evening at 7.30 and a Friday evening at 7.30. The senior and founding pastors there are Dr Reverend Friedrich Muir and Mrs Constance Muir. You're very, very welcome to join us there 
Um, if you go over to teachingmums.com, you will be able to buy yourself a Bible, girls. Yes, an everyday life Bible. That's what I've been using for the um, daily devotional um, revitalized sessions with a commentary and notes by the wonderful, the one and only Mrs. Joyce Maya. You can go and buy yourself a Bible on teachingmums.com. Just go to the Flutterby gift shop and buy yourself a Bible there. Um, before I begin... I would just like to say thank you to God for the for the opportunities that have come to um to me to to my family and I this week there isn't there is nothing better than God's goodness because when he shows up for you nobody can take credit for it and I I I told you last week that I've I've had some challenges but God has not failed he has not failed me and he will not fail you. So today we're going to be looking at submission to authority, God's and man's, and we're looking at the New Testament. So we looked at part one yesterday, we are looking at part two today. I will give you the scriptures, and then we will get into the word. So let's pray. Father, thank you for, uh, thank you for your truth. Father, thank you for your word. Holy Spirit, lead Lead and direct me that I will always be your hands and your feet on this earth. That I I would always bring peace and only bring destruction to the kingdom of darkness. That's my only agenda. Would you lead me, Lord, and help me to encourage, lift and inspire And Father, I ask you to draw your children close to you. In Jesus' name, amen. So the scriptures for today are Luke 11, 28, Ephesians 6, verse 5, James 4, verse 7 and 8, 1 Peter 2, 18 and 19, then 1 John 3, 22. So let's go to the book of Luke. To the book of Luke. I just I have my Bible in front of me, just turning the pages. <laughs> um, okay. Luke eleven twenty-eight. But he said, Blessed, happy, and to be envy envied. Rather are those who hear the word of God and obey and practice it. There is great joy in doing what God has um, has asked you to do. Peace and, and liberty and, and wholeness follow um, being obedient to God. Now, you, you can't be obedient to God unless you know the Lord's voice. The Bible says, my sheep know my voice. So I pray that the more you get to know God and his word and the closer you get to him, the easier it will be to discern, to decipher and to um, follow his instructions. I felt like I'd received some instructions from God. And then when I looked at the fruit of the instructions, it did not bring any peace and it didn't bring God glory. And so I had to go back to God and I said, Father, you told me that my gifts would make room for me, 
But now I believe that you are asking me not to use those gifts. And that doesn't make sense, does it? It's like me saying to my son or to my daughter, you know, be the best that you can be, be all that you can be. When opportunities come, take them. Then an opportunity comes up. I say, well, actually, you know what? Don't take the opportunity. Just wait for another one. Now, there is wisdom in waiting, but we have to be so careful in um, writing off open doors because of fear and then saying we didn't hear from the Lord. So sometimes submitting to God's authority, in fact, all of the time, requires humility and it requires confidence in God, not in ourselves, confidence in him that he is encouraging us in the right um, direction and the Bible says that if we do what God says, if we hear, that's the first thing, obey, that's the second thing, and practice, which means to continue to do that thing, okay, consciously and consistently, we will be blessed, enviable, and happy, amen, Ephesians 6, verse 5, Ephesians 6, Verse 5. Now, please have your Bible open in front of you because we are referring to this um, as often as we can. Or you can use your YouVersion app or any other app that you have that will help you access the scripture. Make a note of them, read them in your own time and read along with me. My interpretation of the Bible, I want to continue to be led by the Holy Spirit, but my opinion is not um, by any means the first and the last. And... um, The Holy Spirit is the only guarantee that we have and he will lead us into all truthfulness. Ephesians 6 verse 5. Servants, slaves, be obedient to those who are your physical masters, having respect for them and eager concern to please them in singleness of motive and with all your heart as service to Christ Sorry about that. I had a call from the school. <laughs> yes, full-time mum and full-time wife. Hallelujah. <laughs> um, so what I was saying is that um, this passage, Ephesians 6 verse 5, is controversial because some people believe it was used to um, justify um, slavery against black people and many other groups of um people that suffered slavery or were enslaved at one point in history now what i think about is neither here nor there but what i'm going to do is just talk about a physical master being an employer and a servant as an employee because really unless unless you work for yourself you you are being paid by somebody to do a job now i say this really carefully because I resigned from my 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 post in October and then was very very unwell and have been in employment I've I've worked for people since the age of 15 so that's 20 years and I have met all sorts of employers and the the best employers and the most memorable employees for me are the ones that knew that they were my supervisors or superiors in terms of the employment you know pecking order but never ever ever made me feel that I was less valuable than them those are the best type of employers now the flip side is is that 
if you're working for somebody that that doesn't treat you well or doesn't value or respect you, it can become very difficult to do the right thing. But what the Bible is saying, now hear me, that we're to have respect for them and be eager to please them and be single-minded or um, have a really, really refined focus in serving with all your heart as if you're serving the Lord. And I say that with um, great pain because I've had uh, very, very, very negative experiences in in lots of workplaces in my time as a as a teacher, as um, an administrator. I worked as a PA for a few years, as a nanny. In lots of the jobs I've done, I've come across people that that felt that because they were the ones paying me, that their behaviour was um above accountability and what i want to say to you is that if you've ever been in that situation or you you are in that situation the lord can see and the lord can hear and i want to encourage you to still do your job to the best of your ability until you get the release to move on whilst you're waiting there and whilst you're working in that post um give your best and ask the lord to strengthen you and if it's beyond your capacity or more than you can bear the lord himself will deliver you it's a tough one it's a tough one i'm i'm working for myself and i have been for um about three weeks now and it is incredibly different but what i i will say and i say this with a you know a little bit of lightness that even though I'm working for myself and I'm, you know, I'm the boss. I still have to work as if working unto the Lord, you know. So what I'm trying to say is that wherever you find yourself, the Lord can see you and he can see your heart. And he wants the very best from you, no matter what your circumstances are. That's that's what I'm trying to say. And I want to say sorry to you if you've been in a situation where you've been mistreated or abused or exploited by an employer. It's never okay. Slavery is never okay. Exploitation is never okay. But the Lord has asked us to reserve judgment for him and allow him to do what he does best, which is to never fail. Okay. James 4. James 4, verse 7 and 8. Here we go. James 4. <sighs> So be subject to God, resist the devil, stand firm against him, and he will flee from you. Come close to God, and he will come close to you. Recognise that you are sinners, get your soiled hands clean, and realise that you have been disloyal, wavering individuals with divided interests, and purify your hearts of your spiritual adultery. Oh, that's a hard one. That's a hard one. Being subject to God doesn't mean that um, God will take advantage of you and mistreat you. He can't. It's impossible because it's outside of his nature. But what it does mean is that when God asks you to do something, he expects you to do it and he expects you to do it well. And this is where the trust comes in, because if we trust God, if he asks us, for example, to leave a post or to start a new post or to marry somebody that maybe 
we think, well, this is not the person I wanted to marry or this is not the house I wanted to live in, but you feel led of the Lord to be with that person or in that place, the devil will flee from you because you're doing the will of God. Now, he it doesn't mean he won't try and attack, but eventually, the closer you get to God and the more you submit yourself to God and resist the enemy, that's resist his ways and his lies and his um, misdeeds, he will get tired of bugging us He'll get tired of trying to allure us and just flee. And then we're commanded, come close to God and he will come close to you. Recognise, we know we're sinners. And getting our soiled hands clean, it just means that where we've made mistakes, just own up to it. I, I made lots of mistakes in my time of being employed by other people. I used to have such a bad attitude sometimes that it would be difficult to get to work on time. And when I say on time, I mean early enough to prepare because I just didn't want to be there. And that's a, that's, that's a character flaw, you know, or not being able to communicate face-to-face with difficult employers because I didn't like the way they spoke to me. Two wrongs don't make a right. And I'd really encourage you that if you're having a difficult time at work, speak to somebody, pray, and seek counsel in how to best do your job at a level of excellence that God requires you to, even when it hurts. And I, I know I've done that. I don't think that um, I had too many days where I wasn't doing my job properly. I did have a few days, but God really pulled me up on it and said to me, you know, you're serving me. I still want you to be excellent. So I still had to get to work on time, go to all the meetings, ignore gossip, ignore rumours, ignore racist remarks it was very 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 difficult I think my lowest point was being attacked whilst I was um on my way home from work and I knew that if I retaliated I would have been arrested that's that's the truth but the Lord said to me in that moment I was I was not afraid I was probably more angry than I was afraid the Lord said to me will you give up your birthright for a bowl of soup and this is sometimes what happens you know when we don't submit to God and when we are rebellious or we don't want to um, do our jobs well, in a split second, you can give up everything that you worked for because of the way somebody treats you. And what the Lord requires from us is that we um, do the right thing even when we're not treated right or properly. And it does hurt. And um, I remember lots of things, but so does the Lord. And he is not unjust or unkind or unwilling to see to it that everything that's happened to me, good or bad, will be dealt with by him in a way that he believes is best, regardless of how I see the situation. And the Lord will do the same for you. Amen. Let's keep going. First Peter 2, verse 18 and 19 first peter 2 verse 18 and 19 you who are household servants be submissive to your masters with all proper respect not only to those who are kind and considerate and reasonable but also to those who are surly overbearing unjust and crooked Mm -hmm. for one is regarded favourably, is approved, acceptable and thankworthy if 
as in the sight of God, he endures the pain of unjust suffering. So this is explained much more eloquently than I can ever, ever put together. And it just proves my point. Now, in this point in history, rich um, landowners and homeowners were legally allowed to have servants and slaves in their houses. So this this book and a lot of the books in the New Testament and in fact even in the Old Testament when they're talking about slaves and servants it was something that was common not okay but very common and I really believe that you know with the amount of wealth that some of these men and women had maybe there was uh, a controversy or um, conflict around how do you treat your servant if you now become a believer or your servant is a believer? Because when you become a believer, um, both you and the, your master, your employer are equal. That's the truth. Because Paul said that, you know, there is no free person. There is no slave. There's no Greek. There's no Jew. There's no male. There's no female. When we're all born again, we are all equal as to the inheritance of our Lord Jesus Christ. However, the world still has its systems and in one of the world systems unfortunately there is still slave and slave owner now in our modern day and age the slave owner could be an industry owner okay and the servants or the employees can be likened to um the service provider okay and because of the negative connotations of the word slavery um it's very very difficult to 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 understand that in a biblical context but what i can say and what i will say is that the bible is written at one point in history but it still applies to us now but we need the holy spirit and we need the wisdom of god to look at it and say well how does this apply to me now now this book of peter speaking to one particular group of people but to us in 2020 the point household servants employers children spouses friends peers colleagues let's interchange those words be submissive to people who are managing line managing directing guiding supervising you with proper respect whether they are kind or not because You'll be regarded favorably in the sight of God when you do things that you don't want to do just because you want to please him. That's what the word is saying. And that's hard. That's hard to take because nobody, myself included, nobody wants to be treated badly for little or no money. My goodness, who on earth wants that? But what the Lord requires of you, darling, is that you live your life in such a way that if the Lord showed up in your staff room <laughs> this evening he'd be pleased with what he saw now that raises many many questions and thoughts and I'm not God because I've made so many mistakes and I think to myself well why did I do that I really dishonored God whether people knew about it or not I know that I offended God with some of the things I did in my time of um working for for other people and I've repented of that. But moving forward, I still have to apply the same level of respect and integrity and honesty and discipline and consideration when working for myself. Because 
my standards can't slip because I don't have a staff meeting every every Friday morning or every Wednesday afternoon. Can you see where I'm going with this? So your number one priority in submitting to God and man is to please God. And if submitting to another person is not pleasing to God in terms of the action you're expected to complete, then you can go above and beyond that person. But if what they're asking you to do is pleasing to the Lord, we as God's children have a responsibility to follow through on that thing and to serve and honour that person with a good attitude. And it's, it's hard. It's hard to love and care for people that don't treat you well. It really is. But I pray the Lord will strengthen you. And unless God has given you the release to move on or to move out, and I'm not talking about your marriages. <laughs> I'm not talking about your marriage. I'm talking about employment. Let's, let's, let's not get it twisted. I'm talking about employment, please. Um, unless God has given you the release to move on to another type of employment, stay put for as long as you can. Um, I believe I stayed in my profession probably about a year and a half longer than I should have done. And I wish I'd listened to my body and to the spirit of God when it was time to move on. And I didn't. And I made myself incredibly unwell. But whilst I was working, I did my absolute best to submit to authority with a good attitude, getting to work on time as often as I could, being ready, being friendly and doing my job properly, literally until I was on my last legs. I don't expect anybody else to get to that stage. But I would encourage you to pray for your employers, especially the ones that you don't enjoy working with. Pray for your colleagues and pray for yourself with strength and ask the Lord to reveal himself to you daily about what and how to move in this season. One more scripture. 1 John 3.22. That's the little John. 1 John 3 verse 22 and we receive from him whatever we ask because we watchfully obey his orders observe his suggestions and injunctions allow his plans for us and habitually practice what is pleasing to him so, sweetheart, <laughs> anything that you ask the Lord for, mm, you receive because you do what he's asked you to do. And this is a challenge to me because there are things that I have not yet received from the Lord. And I wonder now if it's because I haven't finished or done all the things he's asked me to do. And I'll address that in prayer today because... The encouragement I give to you is also for me because the salvation is instant. But sanctification, my mum always says, is is a lifetime work. And so as I'm reading this, I'm getting my own revelation that if I haven't received something from God, it's not because he doesn't want me to have it. It might be that I have not watchfully obeyed his orders or observed his suggestions. And Father, if that's if there's anything in my life that is still outstanding and still not fully in alignment with your will. Help me to see and to change and in return fully receive whatever I ask of you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Mm. 
So Holy Spirit, I want to thank you for this time in the word. Give us strength, oh God. Give us strength to follow your instructions, to walk in your ways, to submit to supervisors, employers, leaders, our pastors, our um, elders in our church setting, to honour our parents, especially those of you who still live at home for married couples to honour our spouses, for children, young children to obey and respect us as their parents. Father, you're wonderful and submission is the hardest word to say, but for your glory, would you transform us that we would honour you and we would bring you glory in the matchless name of Jesus. I want to bless you and thank you. Holy Spirit, ah, Holy Spirit, lead us, lead us, lead us, oh God, lead us, lead us, lead us, lead us, lead us. Taraya nadaya seyantaya nadaya sa, yenadaya sandaya ke yandasaya. Would you lead us that we would walk only in step with your will, with your will? Ah, lay your burden down, my sister. Lay your burden down. 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 Lay your burden down, lay your burden down, lay your burden down, lay your burden down. Is somebody carrying a heavy, 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 what I can only describe as a bag of um of letters or mail looks like a post bag but the bag is full of um salt and it's almost crushing you into the ground but the lord's hand is behind you and he's saying give the bag to me because that salt is to edify to cleanse to season people around you but because you're carrying it on your back it's completely useless you do not have to struggle anymore and carry um your 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 stress in the way that you have give it over to the lord and it's definitely to do with employment maybe you've been working in the same job for many years without a promotion or without development or without support and i'm not saying that the lord is asking you to jump ship now but what he is saying is that he will remove the burden from your back that you can walk and stand upright lord jesus would you reveal to my sister to my sisters, whomever this word is for, that you are sure and just to come through in a way that she would never believe. Come, come. Holy Spirit, you are God and you're everything to us. Lead us to your, tr- to your, um, hmm, to your truth. 
And as I pray, Father, you know the things I'm contending with now. Help me, O oh God, not to disqualify myself from this, this, this word, from this truth, from living a life worthy according to um, what you've called me to be because of sin or disobedience or rebellion or pride or rage. Help me not to disqualify myself. I pray that hem of protection around all those listening, loved ones, born and unborn children, spouses for the unmarried, the spouses to come, for grandparents, for their grandchildren to multiply. Father, that the people who are listening, who consider themselves to be old, that you would lengthen their days and renew their youth. And for those who are young, Father, to mature and strengthen and develop and encourage my God and my friends where would I be without you have your perfect way in Jesus name amen amen that's that's the end of submission to authority God's and man's I hope you've been blessed I am your sister I am your friend I am your host I am your next step coach. This is Lulu Lincoln. And this was Revitalized 2020, your daily devotional companion, brought to you by the one and only teachingmums.com. I love you. Bye-bye.